God is good, right? And it's so wonderful to worship him uh, together, to glorify his name. And uh, we came here to share good news from Israel. We're going to uh, also speak about gifts of the Spirit for sure, but also some updates and some uh, news about spiritual dynamics, what God is doing today in, in the earth. And Israel, of course, it's in the center of God's plan. It's written in the Bible. But I can tell you a few things. When you live in Israel, uh, you know, Israel constantly reminds you that God is real. We serve real God, and he is real. He is real. But also, his words are coming to pass, are coming to reality all the time. And in Israel, you can see it physically and spiritually. You know, you walk the land, you read the Bible, and you see fields have been transformed and changed by the power of God. Praise God. You can see mountains and rivers and water and climate and lots of things happening. And all the details are given us in the prophetic words of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and all the other prophets. So just to see how it's, it's amazing. You know, 2,600 years ago, 700 years ago, prophets were prophesying with great and little details and walking the land, we see fulfillment in our generation. Not only 73 years ago when Israel was resurrected and reborn as a nation and country, but actually even in our days, like every year, every couple of years, we see <clears throat> new changes, and it's in the Bible, it's written in the Bible. So can you imagine God released his word 2,800 years ago, 3,000, 4,000 years ago, and he also released his words for your and my life, for us. Not only about land, but also about our lives. And he is watching over us exactly like he is watching over Israel. And keep standing strong, keep walking with the Lord, and you will see greater blessings, greater fulfillments, greater miracles, because God is faithful. Praise God. Amen. <clears throat> Yes. So another thing is the reality, reality of the spiritual world. When you live in the land, you can be sure. We have events like in one second, things can change. The atmosphere, all country can change because something been released in the spirit. So the angelic words is real, the angels. We have, we've seen images of birds and angels on the screen when we were worshiping. Yes, the angels are real. But also demons are real. The Satan is real. Demonic powers are real. And we're here to remind you that. I know you know, but <laughs> we're here to just share it with that. So, and we're going to see more and more manifestations. You know, we live in the country when just some little event, some little, you know, accident event can put on fire all nation just in one minute. Lately, we've been watching America and things that happened in America. And we've been talking, wow, that's like in Israel. That's a spiritual battle. All the new movements rise, rising, all the problems on the streets because of one event. That's a spiritual world, guys. That's a reality of the spiritual world. And I can tell you for sure, and once again, it's written in the Bible. There is a war, there is a battle in Jerusalem, in Israel, who's going to reign? People think it's conflict of people, Palestinians, Israelis, Arabs, 
and others, the Europe involved, the America involved, you know, all world involved. It's a little tiny country somewhere in the Middle East. Like when you watch TV, you will feel like it's second largely after America or, or something like that, you know. There's lots of tensions, but also it's a preparation. All of that, it's a preparation for return of our Lord. Because, yes, amen, amen. You know, Jesus is soon to come. That's for sure. It's a, we don't have delay, never in his kingdom, everything under control, but he is preparing the world and he's preparing us and he is preparing his church, his people for events that are going to come and we're going to see more and more. And for those who, are, who have spiritual eyes open, for those who know word of God and walking in the spirit, we're going to see and understand. And, you know, it's interesting, but when Bible speaks about last days, about, you know, book of Revelation, prophecies of Jesus, prophecies of Daniel, Ezekiel, Zechariah, other prophets, when you read about that, you have two reactions. First, it's scary, and it is scary. <laughs> it is scary. But from another hand, Jesus said, when you're going to see all this, those events, rejoice, raise your hand, rejoice. It doesn't say run to the bomb shelter or run to the woods, you know, like some people do in the north here in America. Bible said, rejoice, redemption is coming. In the flesh, it won't be easy, but in the spirit, it will be glorious. So let's stick with the word. Let's stick with the spirit of God. Let's stick with the Bible. Let's stick with the kingdom. And we're going to see miracles of God more and more. That's the promise. It's not just my desire. It's not just your pastor's desire, you know. That's the promise of God. Hallelujah. He's going to equip us for the last hour, for those days, and we're going to see his glory. Amen. You know, I can tell you, pastor, it's not this person, not in the program, but when we were worshiping, I received Jeremiah 31 and, and a vision together with vision. So I want to read first and then I will share a vision for you. And uh, first, you and your family, I mean, you and your wife, but then also other pastors. I've started to see other pastors. So I know that there's people behind you on your team, you know. So it's Jeremiah 31, <clears throat> verse 10 to 12. It says here, Hear the word of the Lord, you nations. Proclaim it in distant coastlands. He who scattered Israel will gather them and will watch over his flock like a shepherd. For the Lord will deliver Jacob and redeem them from the hand of those stronger than they. They will come and shout for joy on the heights of Zion. They will rejoice in the bounty of the Lord. Hallelujah. So it's a powerful message about what God is doing in Israel. And he said, Basically, he said, and I saw you speaking in different nations. And I know you mentioned India. And I know there's not just India, other nations. Uh, you know, you're standing in the nations. You come into the services and just sharing what God is doing with Israel. And literally it says here, go to the nations, go to the distant islands. Here it says coastlands. Other translations says islands and Israel is islands, right? And just proclaim and tell them what God is doing in Israel that he's watching over, that he's collecting them back, he's restoring them, and it's, it's going to release power of God and power of revival. It's interesting. That's a mystery of kingdom, you know. Simple message can open heaven. Simple message from God 
with anointing of Holy Spirit can change spiritual dynamics and unlock power of God to the nations. And that's the call for many people. And I've seen you obviously standing and just proclaiming what God is doing in Israel. And I felt like, praise the Lord, we're connected. You know, you don't speak just generally about Israel, but you have friends in the land of Israel. You know, you're serving and supporting work of God in Israel. So thank you, guys. Thank you, entire church. Thank you, brothers. That's, that's wonderful and important. So in the name of Jesus, we release it. Amen. Praise God. Well, <clears throat> let's go to uh, New Testament and uh, we will ch- check a little bit more about fruits of the Spirit. And I already can, can have a uh, witness. Uh, we walk in the same Spirit and I'm going to back up some words that your pastor spoke last week and going to speak in the next weeks. And then we will focus on the some gifts of the Spirit and I'm going to use example of Israel. Is it okay? Wonderful. And then you will come with your church and your pastor to visit us and you will see for yourself. Okay. <laughs> okay. And you know, I, I had, I have heard wonderful testimony. Thank you for sharing. And I can tell you, I know we have different seasons in life, different circumstances, but surely if you pray, God, I want to go to Israel. And if you have no time, no one to leave your kids with or dog with or no money, God is going to provide. So by the end, let's pray to get an agreement for miracles of God for you to come, okay? Uh, Galatians 5, 16 says here, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will know, uh, gratify the desires of the flesh. Now, in Hebrew, Spirit is Ruach. The word Spirit means Ruach. Now, Spirit of the Lord is Ruach, and the wind just the wind outside is also ruach. It's the same word. Sometimes in the Old Testament you can see confusion with translations because it's two words, I mean one word for two different meanings. The spiritual movement, the spirit of the Lord, ruach, you know, ruach HaKodesh, the, the Holy Spirit. And the wind outside is ruach. So Bible said here, walk in the ruach, and in Hebrew it's like both. <laughs> You know, walk in the spirit, walk with the wind of the Lord. You know, when the wind is blowing, be led by the spirit is also right there. Amen. And you're not going to follow the flesh or this word. 22 says, but the fruits of the spirit is love, joy, patience, uh, forbearance, kindness, goodness, uh, fruitfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Again, such things, there is no law. And Bible speak here about law of Moses, okay? Law of Old Testament. Those who belong to Christ Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach, have crucified the flesh with its uh, passions and desires. You know, we have two kinds of passions. Passion for God, which is great one, which is good one, or passion for sin. So that's what Holy Spirit, Ruach, is doing in our life. He changing passions of word, passions from outside, from the enemy, to the passions of God. Hallelujah. So to be humble in God, it means to be bold for spiritual things, right? To run like crazy, not just for basketball game. And I don't speak about your church. I know it's all spiritual, but somewhere outside. But, you know, passionate for prayer meetings and fasting and then basketball, okay? <laughs> Praise the Lord. <clears throat> My son plays basketball. I love basketball. Anyway, uh, verse, 20, verse 24 says, those who belong to Christ Jesus, yeah, I've been reading in that, it's 25. Since we lived in the Ruach, in the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Ruach, with the Spirit. So you see, if we live in the Spirit, 
we need to walk in the spirit, in the spirit of God. Let us not become considered provoking and aving each other. Okay, there is also, I love this special, this verse, you know, we can behave different ways. And if you see brother stumble or have some difficulties, so we can just raise him up and encourage him or we can provoke him, push him even stronger. So we said, let's then, let's then do that. Let's walk in the spirit, right? Let's take care of each other. Now, <clears throat> John, John 4, verse 23 said, let, uh, let a time is come, uh, yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers, worshipers will worship the Father, the Abba, in the Spirit, once again in the Ruach, and in truth. For they are, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is Spirit. Yeah, Elohim, He Ruach. God is Ruach. And his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth. Praise the Lord. So Jesus teaches us and he telling us that that's the way. That's the way. That's what Jesus is doing. What, that's what spirit of God is doing. He's done, he don't want us to walk just in little of truth, just in some of truth, but he want to take fu- fully our hearts and our lives. And he doing that when we saying, yes, Lord. He's working in us and with us when we're saying basically, yes, Lord, come spirit, come ruach, <clears throat> come spirit, okay? So next time you pray in the spirit, and if word ruach come out, you know what is it, right? Hallelujah. So that's the way. When we walk in Yeshua, when we walk in Jesus, when we're walking in him, we're going to see his power, we're going to see his manifestations, we're going to see his glory. And it's amazing, because we are people, right? We are human beings, we are blood and flesh, we do mistakes, we can stumble, you know, we can do all kinds of mistakes and even sin. But that's what the Holy Spirit is doing in our lives. He raising us up, he's cleansing us, he's taking our attention and bringing us back when we fail. You know, in Hebrew, word repent. You know, you, you, you hear word repent. You know word repent, yeah? Repent. You do something wrong, repent. Now, for kids, it's ask forgiveness from father, right? So repent. What does repent mean in Hebrew? Because the original language of the Bible is Hebrew, okay? So repent is not just to say, sorry, forgive me. It's, it's a part of that, and it's culture, and it's wonderful. It's expression. But really, word repent in Hebrew means two words. It's actually saying, it's a two words. Lachzor be chuva, even three words, right? Lachzor be chuva. So, which is mean to come back to the point you fell from. That's the meaning. That's the meaning. Praise God. And it's not the excuse not to say sorry if you did something wrong. You know, yes, sorry is good. Forgive me is good. But actually, it's not just words forgive me. And that's when people have been really uh, failing because forgiveness or repentance, it's not just to say, I'm sorry. It's just the first step. To recognize what you've done wrong, it's important part. But it's just the first part, right? That's the convention of the Holy Spirit. You feel you understand, oh, I was wrong. Oh, I was wrong. That's good. And the understanding of I was wrong, the, the feel of sorry, it's actually leading you to really what, what calls repentance. 
لغزور بچوا or come back when you fell from. One of the great examples, I know your pastor spoke last week, but it's from, from, uh, John. When Jesus speaking about, uh, Gospel of John, Jesus speaking about branches, wine and branches. And that's a great example. You know, when branches falling out and disconnected from the, uh, the wine, they're going to die. They are okay for a while. You know, you know, I've been cutting uh, wine. You know, I've been, I've been doing that work. I've been cutting wine. They fell out. They're okay. They're totally green. They're okay. But after a while, and if sun is up, in the summer it's, it's quicker. In the winter it's not that quick. But after a while, they will dry out and die. Right? So Jesus said, hey, if you fail, come back. And it's a miracle. Like Romans 11 said, the olive branches fell up, fell apart, right? Israel fell apart. And God took Gentiles, nations, and grafted them in back to the tree. And that's a beautiful picture, right? He granted, uh, grafted them back into the tree. And here we are, saved and redeemed. Hallelujah. Celebrating Jesus, celebrating salvation, right? Praise the Lord. But he said, by the end times, no worries. God will take care of Israel. And he will restore them not only to the land, but also back to him, back to Abba. And the way to Abba, the way to Father God, only Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Yep. Mine, please. I left my my water. Yep. So, uh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's a powerful picture, right? And that's what Bible teaches us. When we in the Lord, we overcomers. When we in the spirit, when we are looking, Lord, uh, seeking for God, seeking for his kingdom, we will be fine. And yes, you know, I can tell you for sure, you will do mistakes. That's for sure. You will do mistakes. That's why Bible, Bible is speaking about repentance, even for believers, right? We all will do mistakes. We all can stumble. We all can be, can be wrong. But it's not about us. It's about God and his kingdom and the Holy Spirit that are doing his wonderful work inside of us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And that's powerful. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Yeshua. He is moving. He is working. He is doing miracles. Praise God. So, uh, I want to go back to first, for the beginning, Galatians 5. And there is few uh, gifts I want to emphasize and just to give you examples. So it says here, uh, there is different fruits when we're walking with the Lord, when we are on the branch, when we are on the tree, when we are, are in the kingdom, when we are in Jesus, right? That's a picture, a tree, a wine. If any, do, do you have wine here in Florida? Does wine grow here? No. Does olive tree grows here? Olive trees? Not really. Okay, come to Israel. Welcome to Israel. <laughs> Another reason to visit us and see. We will take you to these, you know, gardens to see the wine and see the olive trees. Anyway, oranges, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have plenty of oranges as well. Anyway, in the, oh, they are growing uh, on the sand, which is amazing. But, you know, uh, that's what God is doing. When, that's the picture he's giving us. When you are in the tree, you're fine. You're fine. Things can go wrong, so he will fix you. You know, that's the word he's saying. He will cut you off. He will fix you. If you do something wrong, he will fix you. He will take care of you. But just stay on the tree. And even if you fail, if you have a friend, a son or daughter, a relative that fail, keep praying for him. 
keep praying for him. You know, Israel fell from God for 2,000 years. But God is faithful. God is faithful. He keeping his promises. And he came and visited us in the nations when we were gone. In the of other countries and even at the end of the earth. And he protected us. There is no other nation that been out of its country for 2,000 years and still exist. It's a miracle. And it's all faithfulness of God. Hallelujah. So think about Israel and be encouraged. Yeah, you, you wasn't far for so long, right? <laughs> Not 2,000 years yet. Your relative, your son, your brother, he'll come back. We will pray for him and he will come back. He will come back to the kingdom. I really feel like Holy Spirit is showing me, you know, about your, some of your relatives, some of your kids, some of your family. They're not in the Lord. They're like, like supposed to be. They fall apart. God is working. But just keep praying for them. Just keep praying. Keep praying. Don't let fear to hold your heart, but keep praying for them and believe for them. And every time church prays, prays, so pray, give, give their names and pray for them. And you will see turning around. You will see miracles. We have seen so many miracles, you know, and sometimes it looks like, man, no way he will come back. He will come back because Yeshua, Jesus is faithful. Amen. Praise the Lord. So uh, let's read about uh, gifts of the spirit, uh, fruits of the spirit. Okay. Different fruits that growing in our lives, supposed to grow in our life, will grow in our lives. So it says here, love, wonderful, joy, peace, in Hebrew it's shalom. Hallelujah. And shalom means way more than just peace. It's really deep. And maybe one day we will talk about that. You know, just powerful to understand what is, what does mean his shalom for your heart. It's not only uh, no war, shalom. That's part of it. But there's more. There's depth. <clears throat> and we will pray by the end. We will release God's shalom over your life. Hallelujah. So it says about uh, shalom, but then uh, forbearance, kindness, and now I want to emphasize kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. Hallelujah. But today I want to focus, uh, I want to focus on God himself. Because those elements uh, in our lives, those fruits in our lives coming from the Lord, from the life and spirit, right? When we connecting with the Lord, walking with the Lord, we becoming as he is, as Lord. We becoming really like, a Lord, like our Lord and the... Uh, his character is growing inside of us. Hallelujah. And, you know, if we need encouragement, it is in the Bible. If we need encouragement for that, it's in our life. Praise God. So I want to read <coughs> and tell you some stories about Israel, which is reflecting faithfulness, kindness, and unconditional love of God. And by the way, here it doesn't say unconditional, but it says love, general love, you know, but Part of that love, it's unconditional love when people don't deserve it. You know, it's easy to love your son, your daughter. She's so sweet, so cute. You know, your puppy, you know, oh, it's cool. You know, they're, they're so nice. But what about enemies? But about, but what about people who disappointed us, hurted us? That's about that. First of all, that about, about that because it's easy to love those who love you, right? Who is cool and cute. It's easy, but it's more difficult to love stumble people, difficult people. You know, Israel, it's not easy people to love, really. I mean, there's great people, but when you think about spiritual side, but not easy people. 
for sure. And prophets been prophesied. You have, you know, you are stubborn. You have, uh, how do you call it, say it in English, uh, stuff neck or stiff neck? Stiff neck, stiff neck, yeah. Stiff neck, right. <clears throat> I know it's not about you guys, but that's Israel. But God still loves Israel. And let's think a little bit about God, God's level of love, unconditional love, God's level of patience, and God's level of kindness. Hallelujah. Because it's amazing. It's amazing. It's life-changing. And it's great encouragement for us. And by the way, it says those uh, fruits also will grow in our life. So let's go to Ezekiel 36. Now, I'm not going to read all chapter. We don't have much time. Uh, it's more for Bible schools and Bible classes and, and seminars and conferences. But read Ezekiel 36 and think practically about what's written there. It's a, such a, an amazing and great chapter. Now, Ezekiel 36, I will just do, do summary. Ezekiel 36 speaks about, once again, restoration of Israel. And God is repeating himself many times, just in one chapter, again and again and again. And he's speaking to Israel. First of all, he's speaking to land of Israel. And you know, for 2,000 years, Israel was left behind, was neglected by God. And he said about that in the promises. And land, once blossomed land, become a desert devastated land. You know, there is American writer, Mark Twain. I hope I say his name right. Mark, Mark Twain. You know, uh, he was a great guy, writer, uh, you know, and he traveled in Israel and he went from Damascus, which is the capital of Syria, all the way to Jerusalem. Uh, it was under Brits, under British Empire. And he wrote in his, uh, in his books, he said, I traveled from Damascus to Jerusalem on my way I have seen only one tree. And he said, this land, this once blossom land, once prosperous land, become a desert, devastated, cursed. And this land, he said, he wrote, this land will never alive again. But he wasn't prophet. Hallelujah. He did good work of description, but he wasn't prophet. Prophets prophesied something different. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Just 100 years ago. Can you believe it? Just 100 years ago. But then time has come. And God started to speak. And he's saying in this chapter, speak to the fields. Speak to the mountains. Speak to the heights. Speak to the desert. Proclaim word of the Lord and tell them for trees to grow, for, for, uh, for uh, fields to produce their crop and their goods, because my people are coming. Literally saying, trees, spread your branches. You need to feed my people. They're coming. Hallelujah. Praise God. And then the Holy Spirit started to move. And he touched many people of Israel in different nations. He changed empires. Empires rose and empires gone to prepare the way for Israel. So many miracles happened. Miracles after miracles after miracles. It was amazing international shaking in. Praise God. But God is keeping his word. Don't say it's not possible. Don't say my problem is so, so big, I, it's not possible. Don't say I cannot buy the house never because it's too expensive. God is doing miracles. Don't say I cannot travel to Israel. God is doing miracles. God is doing miracles. And if, and if you ever doubt and go back to your Bible and read the prophecies and come to visit Israel and see what God is doing, it's an amazing. It's all about his glory. Hallelujah. 
And I can tell you, it's not about people. It's about his glory, and we're going to read it in a minute. So God speaking to the fields, do it. Uh, land, it's, your, it's time for you to be blessed. But then he's speaking about nations around Israel. And he's saying, say to the nations, I'm going to deal with them for their hostility against Israel. I'm going to deal with them. You know, we have a joke in Israel. Can I tell a joke, Pastor? Can I tell a joke? Yeah, okay, thank you. So it's a first joke from Israel, you know. Uh, God is talking to angels and telling them, dividing angels for, uh, uh, sorry, divine land, the earth, for different nations. You know, he divided them and he said, and after all, in the midst of the world, I will build another nation. They were called Israel and I will, I will do their, you know, so many things. They have a desert and they will have a mountains and, 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 and forest and sea and few sea, Dead Sea, Dead Sea of Galilee and blah, blah, blah. I will bless them a lot. And angels goes like, is it not too much for one nation? And God is saying, wait, you will see what kind of neighbors I will give them. <laughs> That's our story. <laughs> neighbors. <laughs> but God said, I'm going to deal with all the neighbors. Do you have problems with your neighbor? Pray for him. Bless him. God will take care of it, but you pray, okay? Don't fight. Pray. <laughs> okay? So God said, God saying here about neighbors and everything, and he given such an amazing promises to people of Israel. But then, prophet turns around, he turns around, and he's speaking to Israelis. He's speaking to people of Israel and telling them. Now, and then let's read. It's from uh, verse 20. Let's read 22. Let's go to 22. The summary of this message. And it's saying now, it's speaking not to nations, not to the fields and lands, but to people of Israel, to people, to us. It's saying here like that. Therefore, say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, it is not for your sake, O, o house of Israel, that I am about to act, but for the sake of my holy name which you have profaned among the nations to which you came. It's an amazing. Basically, speaking here, and I will add more scriptures, more words of the prophets. He's speaking to Israel and telling them, Hey guys, it's not about you. I'm going to do these great things, but it's not about you. Because you profane my holy name. You broke my covenants. You've been given so much and you lost it. You've been given commandments and you have seen glory of God. You've been given temple when God himself were, was living physically. You have seen cloud of glory in the day and in the night in the desert. You had it all and you blew it away. You destroyed it. You lost it. You wasn't faithful. You didn't keep it. So what about you? You don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. But then he said, but I'm still going to do all these great things, all these great promises. In later on, he says, end of chapter, he says, the nations, all nations will see and they will understand that it is God. It is God. God is, God, God is existing and he's moving and he's powerful God and there is no other God like his, like him, praise the Lord. But he's saying here, it's not about you. It's not about you. It's about my holy name. Hallelujah. So God is moving in Israel and is moving in your life. God is working in Israel, doing things in Israel. But Bible teaches us it's not about Israel. It's not about Israelis. It's not about people. It's about his kingdom, his order, his promises, his 
faithfulness and unconditional love. Hallelujah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And what about you? Do you do mistakes in your life? Oh, no, 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 never. Do you do wrong things sometimes? Do you lose your temp sometimes? Do you lose your patience sometimes? So Israel is a great encouragement. When you beg to the Lord, when you're coming back to the Lord, you're coming back to his presence and saying, Lord, sorry. And now help me to lachzor b'shuva, you know, come back to when I fell from, come back to you, be in you, be in your presence. The fruits of love and patience and kindness and forgiveness going to grow in our life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And yes, it's not, it's not about us to perform. It's about us give the Lord room to work in us and through us. So let's stand up together. Let's stand up in his presence. And let's pray. And you can call worshipers can come, please. Yeah, let's pray together. You know, Bible said in Acts chapter 3, uh, the Peter was standing in Jerusalem, praying and speaking to people of Israel, and giving prophetic message to entire church, to your church, to all of us. And he's saying, hey, he's saying to people, Jesus went to heaven, and he will remain in heaven until, and he emphasizes the word, until, until certain time. Jesus will be back, for sure. But he is in heaven until certain time will take place on this earth. The prophecies will come to pass. And he said also until time of refreshing in the spirit and restoration of all things. Hallelujah. That have been promised by holy prophets. What kind of prophets is speaking about? It's about Bill Johnson? No. It's not about modern prophets. And they're great. Praise the Lord. We bless them all. We love them all. He's speaking about biblical prophets, prophets of the Bible, right? Prophets of the Bible. Now, if you look at Israel and you summarize all the prophecies, you bring them, put them together and categorize them to a few points, it's going to be uh, 99% of the prophecies is about Israel. About 1-2% about nations around, mostly it's about Israel. And you tell him, because you broke my covenants, you didn't serve me, you're going to lose your land and you're going to go to the nations. And it happened. 2,000 years ago. Then I said, but, next promise, I will keep you as a nation. You will survive and remnant always will be on this earth to represent my firstborn, the beginning of my work and my glory. He did it. They survived. We survived in all the nations. Even in Cuba, you know, there's Jewish people and I met some. Anyway, we survived. Hallelujah. Then I said, by the end of times, I will visit you in the nations where you were gone and I will bring you back to Israel with all the miracles and wonders that will bring you back. It happened. It's still happening. It still bring Jewish people back. Hallelujah. Praise God. And then the last one, the very last one is said, and you will know me and you will serve me. It's not about religion. It's not about rabbis. It's not about Judaism. It's about Yeshua, Jesus. Because there is no way to father but through Jesus. So the last moment the very last moment going to be salvation of Israel, a revival in Israel, rise of body of Messiah in Israel before the final day. Hallelujah. And I'm here to tell you, brothers and sisters, 
It's already taking place. It's already happening. You know, I'm Jewish. I was born in Jewish family. And I found Jesus, Yeshua, hallelujah. And now I'm sharing Yeshua. Amen. Praise God. And now preaching Yeshua to my nation and in many other nations. And Jacob is here. You see Israel and Jacob, what the biblical names. Jacob is here doing the same. It's a movement of the Holy Spirit in Israel and in the nations because we're coming to the time of restoration of all things. The prophets promised restoration of church, restoration of presence of God. Restoration of power of God in our midst. Restoration of the walk in the spirit when we're going out of religion, dead religion, and coming to the living God. Hallelujah. What a wonderful, wonderful time we live at. I know we live in Miami. It's a cool city. But if you forget it and you feel like sometimes nothing happens, call me. Yeah, call me. Talk to your pastor. We will remind you. No, no, no. We are living in the last days. And we see that every day in Israel. Yes. <laughs> That's right. So let's pray for restoration of all things, that your church will be restored. Even after COVID season, with all the changes, the restoration of, will come. The presence of God will be released even more in a new level. Okay, his shalom, his presence, praise the Lord. But also, it says, refreshing in the spirit. We all get tired sometimes. We all get used to different things. And time to time we need refreshment. You know, last refreshment I got, we get non-believers who came to our congregation. A building, not the service, but just a building. Group of, we had special event. Group of Israelis, non-believers, they came in, indoor. And we just hosted them, doing normal things. And they came in, coming in, non-believers. They don't think about God or kingdom or whatever. They came for social project. They came in and they were like, oh, what is this place? And we are like you, no crosses around, no religious attributes. And it's Israel, you have to be smart. But anyway, so they're walking around, what is this place? We feel like, and they're trying to explain what they feel like. They say aura or special atmosphere or all kind of crazy words, energy, you know, all kind of words. Say, oh yeah, that's okay, it's the Holy Spirit. But it's, it's touched me deeply. It's touched me deeply. Even non-believers, they feel it. And as a believers, many times we just get used to it. You know, like we're not looking at it anymore. So today, it's a day to be refreshed in the Spirit. Amen? Fresh touch of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So let's pray and invite Holy Spirit, and then we will pray for you together. Hallelujah. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Lord. So just close your eyes and just let's pray together. Lord, I pray for your church, for Pneuma Church, Lord, for your chosen people, Lord. I pray in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, that you will touch them, Lord. Hallelujah. Touch all of us, each one of us, Lord. Touch our lives. Touch our hearts. Hallelujah. Touch our soul, Lord. Touch us. Draw us close to you, Yeshua, that we will be able to walk in the Spirit. Walk in your light and in your presence, in the light of your word. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Jesus. We open up our hearts for you, Lord, and we pray, come, Jesus. Come, Yeshua. Come, Jesus. Touch us, Lord. B'Shem Yeshua. If you have sickness in your body, I'm going to pray for your health and just receive it. B'Shem Yeshua. B'Shem Yeshua. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that you will touch everyone who has pain, sickness, and conditions in their body. 
I pray for your healing, Bishem Yeshua. Heal them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Touch them, Lord. Take away this pain, this tumor, this growth, Lord. Change it, Lord. Change it, Lord, and heal it in the name of Jesus right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for your presence. Thank you that you're working in our hearts and you're doing your work in us. Hallelujah. And I'm going to pray for closing. I'm going to release prayer. It's ironic blessing. It's a very short prayer given by God himself. It came from heaven for us. And he said, proclaim this prayer and call my name over my people and they will be blessed. And this prayer contains blessing, physical blessings, spiritual blessings, relationship, the peace in your life, peace in your heart. It's an amazing, powerful prayer. And after this prayer, many times you will see you can have you know, uh, visitations, even nighttime, maybe even tonight in a dream. You know, you, you will see dreams of God. Hallelujah. That's really amazing prayer that releases power of God in a special way. And I will pray it in Hebrew, okay? In English it says, God will bless you. God will, God will keep you. God will shine His face over you. Can you imagine? His face over you. Hallelujah. His, which is mean His presence, His closeness to your heart. Hallelujah. And it give you, and it says, give you shalom and peace. Hallelujah. So just release this prayer and every need you have included in this prayer, covered by this prayer. Your relationship, I feel strongly, your relationship, God going to visit you and fix your relationship to restore what was broken. Just keep yourself humble, leave things behind, forgive, and you will see power of God moving for you and restoring the relationships. Hallelujah. Here it go. Thank you, Jesus. Ivarechecha Adonai Vishmerecha Yaer Adonai Panavilecha Vikunecha Yaer Adonai Panav Elecha Vyasem Lecha Shalom Bishem Yeshua Hamashiach in the name of Jesus Amen. Let's put our hands together and praise the Lord.